soulful souls, welcome to Soulful Sessions with Rory, the podcast where we dive deep into the matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. I'm your host, Rory, and I'm thrilled to embark on this soulful journey with each and every one of you. Soulful Sessions is your safe space for introspection, inspiration, and maybe even a little revelation. Whether you're sipping your morning coffee, winding down after a long day, or just seeking a moment of connection, you're in the right place. Before we dive into today's soulful exploration, I want to remind you that Soulful Sessions with Rory is designed for entertainment purposes only. While we may touch on profound topics and meaningful discussions, it's important to approach our conversation with an open heart and sense of curiosity. Life is a journey and so is this podcast. We'll navigate the realms of self-discovery, spirituality, and personal growth. But remember, the insights we share here are not a substitute for professional advice or guidance. Always consult with the appropriate professionals regarding your unique circumstances. So whether you're a seasoned seeker or just dipping your toes into the waters of self-exploration, get ready for a blend of wisdom, laughter, and a touch of magic in each episode of Soulful Sessions with Rory. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a soulful moment. Follow me on social media, IG at Listening Veteran, Facebook at The Listening Veteran Coach, and Snapchat, Soulful Sessions, to stay connected, share your thoughts, and be a part of this incredible community. Now let the journey begin. Sit back, relax, and fill our souls together. Today's Soulful episode, Protecting You From You, Navigating Your Mental Self-Protection. We are going to embark on a deeply personal and introspective discussion about something we all probably agree with at some point. Protecting ourselves from ourselves, but mentally. So what do I mean by that? So just like we have external challenges in the world, there are also internal challenges. The internal challenges are the ones that prevent us from being the best version of ourselves that we were meant to be. It's that battle within our mind. Sometimes our thoughts can be our greatest allies or it can be our fiercest adversaries. So let's delve deep into the art of mental self-protection. What is our internal makeup? See, most most of us can easily talk about our external challenges and the things that, you know, we battle on the outside world, you know, whether it be our jobs, whether it be our family members or things of that nature or or friends even or the ideas that that people throw at us. So, you know, something to that effect. But do we talk about the negative self self talk that we start off with and i'll give you one of the perfect examples that i like in the morning i remember um two things mondays and waking up on the wrong side of the bed see we don't even realize that we create our first challenge oh man today is monday and you know on monday i don't want to have to do anything um Monday is going to be a difficult day. Monday is just going to be horrible. We have said that so much that we no longer even have to make that statement. Because if anything happens on a Monday, guess what? It was Monday. So we've already created the the landscape for failure. And we've already created the landscape for for, um, problems. Our minds are complex, constantly shifting realms, influenced by emotions, past experiences, and the stories we tell ourselves. So you have to figure out what story am I telling myself every single day? 
other than Monday. Let's talk about if it's not Monday, then we come up with another one. Oh, man, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> the wrong side of the bed. I don't know about you guys, but let me tell you, I love my bed. My bed got the, the whole little vibrating. It got the, the, the cushiony stuff that, oh, my God, it feels like heaven. In fact, it's, it's a nice size bed that there is no wrong side that you could wake up on. I guess the wrong side to me would be if I fell on the floor. But that's definitely not what's going on here. Now, the, the problem with these thoughts that we create, they're also creating a narrative. They're telling the story and we don't realize that it's telling the story. So how do we become the guardians of our own thoughts? You know, how do we get to a place where we can see the story that we're telling ourselves and believing? Let's not forget that part. We're believing it. So the number one thing that you have to learn is awareness. You have to learn how to identify your behavioral patterns, your behavioral thoughts. You know, that thing that says, hey, when I do this, this happens. Now, I do understand this is easier said than done, but it's not impossible. But it's about observing our thoughts without judgment, understanding the patterns that govern our mental landscape. So in other words, you got to learn to stop judging yourself, too, about the things that you think. We already know how we're going to view certain things in our lives. Like, for instance, if you have someone that you work with, you formulated an idea of what they're going to say to you each day. You formulated an idea of what things they're going to say that aggravate you. You formulated an idea of what they're going to do. So thus, in formulating the idea of what they're going to do, you've already decided how you're going to respond. Ah, so that's the awareness piece. How do I react to the thoughts that I present to myself? So in other words, we're talking about your success. We're not talking about your day-to-day -day activities with people. So in other words, let's say you had a, a dream, a goal, a career opportunity, anything positive. Do you say, you know what, this is more than likely not going to happen? Or do you say, I can't wait till it does happen? Or I know this is going to happen because then I'll be able to go to the next step, the next phase, the next idea. Having awareness empowers us to identify negative thought patterns and create space for transformation. So that means that you have to become more aware every single day. What things do I say and do that defeat me? And, you know, a lot of people that do this, they don't have low self-esteem. So it's not about esteem. It's about training. You know, I love to say that we have a Ph.D. in misery. You know, that one thing where when you run into your friends, you see them. Hey, everybody, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. You know, everything is wonderful in life. No, we know that's not how it sounds. It sounds more like this. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, my mama's sick. Oh, man, you know, my brother got shot. Oh, wow. You know, my husband lost his job. Oh, wow. You know, my wife, she got fired, too. And it literally becomes a misery competition. Like we're trying to figure out who has the most misery. Well, that is part of our, our training. That's part of our PhD in misery. We're so used to focusing on the negative that we even do it with ourselves. We tell ourselves, well, you know, today, uh, I, know I'm, I'm, I, I know I want a promotion, but they probably wouldn't promote me. You know, I want that new position, but they probably wouldn't choose me because they got eye on such and such. 
Or you say, you know what, I want to quit my job and start a business. Oh, but I shouldn't because, you know, the success rate in, in entrepreneurship is, is low. So I probably would be part of that group of people that just don't make it. Or I don't have the money. Yeah, I got all this money in my 401k or my savings, but I just don't have the money. Oh, I don't have the support. Why would I do this? So in other words, we literally come up with reasons that block us, you know. Now, in order to have this awareness, you've got to be aware that you're doing these things. So that means that you have to be honest with yourself. And now, honesty. I love to hear people say, oh, I am honest with myself. I don't hide anything from me. You know, I love to talk about high school. In high school, we we went to school, we we got homework, we read, we did all of these things. And we knew from the times we were freshmen that, oh, I'm going to graduate. Now, let's be clear. A lot of us didn't graduate. I get that. But what I'm referring to are those people who were doing the homework, who did everything they were supposed to do. And, you know, at the end of it, they say, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to graduate. And when I graduate, I'm going to go to this college. This is the college of choice. Or when I graduate, I'm going to go into this branch of service. Or when I graduate, I'm going to go work for these people. So in other words, a lot of us thought about what we were going to do. In other words, how we were going to behave. But as time goes on, we start focusing on the obstacles, the obstacles in the way, you know, trouble at home, trouble in a relationship. And then you begin to not look at the bigger picture. Your goal was graduation. But let's fast forward. You did it. You graduated. Everything is great. Now, you were honest with yourself because you predicted or you manifested what you were going to do. You were going to graduate. We have to be honest with ourselves about how we feel about this awareness. In other words, if you don't like the way you respond to criticism, you must address it with yourself. So if someone says, hey, you know, the way that you did this at work, you know, you could have done this and it's more efficient or more effective. Now, notice that criticism. I tried to make sure it wasn't negative per se. But the minute we hear that, we might go. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, they don't like what I do. They think I'm incompetent. They think that I'm not good enough. Well, that's a narrative that you created for yourself. <laughs> Nobody else created that narrative. That was you. So you got to be able to differentiate healthy and non-healthy criticism. And if you're reacting accordingly. So you have to set boundaries for yourself. Now, you know, a lot of times you'll hear people talk about setting boundaries for um, people outside of you, but you're now learning how to set internal boundaries. So in other words, um, if you're an angry person, if you get angry all the time and you know you're getting angry, then the first boundary you should set is stop. Stop and think. Stop and think. How am I going to react to make this feeling stop? Because a lot of times when we're dealing with anger, especially from an emotional place, we know that anger is just a derivative of being hurt. Somebody hurt your feelings. So we love to say, oh, they made me angry. No, they hurt your feelings. Now, of course, every situation is different. I'm just going off my own personal experience. And so the first thing you have to do is stop. How would I normally behave when I am upset? Oh, I get angry. I yell. I scream. 
I go silent. I don't talk to anybody. I isolate. What can I do to change that feeling? Because the truth is you don't want to be angry. You don't want to be hurt. What if you decided that anytime you get angry, you're going to smile and clap? Now, of course, to some people, that means that you're about to fight. But in this situation, no, I'm just giving you an alternative that you create before something happens. So instead of getting angry when you're hurt, you smile and you say something to yourself to motivate you to move on. This will get better. This might not feel good today, but it will get better. Now, some people say, well, Rory, you know, you, you, you're lying to yourself. No, you're manifesting. <laughs> you're manifesting a feeling. You're manifesting how you want to feel and how you want your day-to-day to go. And now you can take the time you need to discover, okay, is this person trying to hurt me? Or is this a healthy criticism that I've made into something else? You know, and that's that's the part that, that sometimes gets a little muddy in the water because you have to take into accountability. Who's telling you this? Who's the person that's 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 saying these things? And more importantly, is it just your imagination? Are you predicting what quote unquote they say? You know, because a lot of times we'll sit up here and say, well, you know, they don't want me to succeed. They don't want me to do this. They who is they? You know, they, they is your trauma from your past trying to creep up. So you get to decide how you're going to behave to any incident in your life. So when you have an idea, something that you feel will help you grow, something you feel will help you become the better version of you. Now, and let me be clear, that version of you that's best is the one you decide. So when you look in the mirror, you decide, you know what? The kind of person I want to see is this. And you say it, beautiful, handsome, strong, outgoing, happy, loving, caring, a family person, a good husband, a good wife, a good son, a good daughter, a good friend. You manifest these things. Because now you're building different kinds of boundaries. And you're saying to yourself, I am not going to allow anything to get the best of me. I'm not going to allow anything to determine how I feel every day. But me. Just as we set boundaries in our external lives, we can establish boundaries within our minds. What thoughts are serving our well-being? And which ones are detrimental? When keeping it real goes wrong, <laughs> you know, that's when you decide, oh, I'm going to be this and be that, despite what it does to you. You know, you, you got you to gotta learn to let go of some things. Learning to say no to self-sabotaging thoughts is an essential skill in the journey of mental health protection. Self-protection. So that means you can learn the patterns your brain creates to get you down the path of self-sabotage. You ever been in a good relationship and you said to yourself, oh, man, this is just too good to be true. Boom. You just set a boundary, a negative one, because you said, I don't deserve a good relationship. You ever got a promotion at work and said, OK, what's the catch? Are they going to use me now? Like, what are they going to do? Boom. You just set another boundary. Now, I'm not saying be naive and just think that the world is rainbows and butterflies. What I'm saying is that you create a world of rainbows and butterflies. So it's just a little bit different. 
because you have to learn more about you. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the word affirmation, you know, but affirmations is one of the ways that I use to help me to train my brain. And that goes back to what I was telling you about manifesting. You know, I love the the vision board. You know, the vision board uh, is where you put all these things on a cardboard and you say, hey, this is what I'm going to achieve. See, that's an affirmation. And you look at this vision board every day to remind you, to tell your brain, hey, we're going to have this. We're going to get this. So that's what the vision board is for, right? So I need you to learn to create a vision board in your mind of behavior, a vision board of your mind of self uh, promotion. You know, something in your head that says, I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. I'm powerful. I can do this. I am going to get that promotion. I'm going to be successful or I am successful. I am promoted. I love I am statements, by the way, because I am is it encompasses that true manifestation. It's saying I'm here. I'm ready. This is mine. And you can take it from me. Affirmations are like mantras for the mind. By consciously choosing positive and empowering thoughts, we reshape our inner dialogue. We will explore the power of affirmations and how they can be instrumental in building a fortress of positivity within. So, for instance, if every morning you wake up, you say to yourself, today is going to be a great day. Every single morning, today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be a better day than yesterday. I can't wait for this day to begin. When you go to bed at night, I can't wait for tomorrow. It's going to be an amazing day. You say this to yourself every day. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to start believing it. And in believing it, you change your own chemical makeup. Because you start expecting greatness. See, expecting greatness is what an affirmation is supposed to do for you. It's supposed to get you to that place where you expect good things to happen. You ever driven a car and didn't expect to get to your destination? (laughs) I don't think you did. Unless, of course, you have problems with your vehicle. Then you were praying that you made it to the next point. When you get in that car, you say, you know what? I'm going to go to work. You never stop and think that, oh, I'm not going to make it. Nope, you don't. You might say to yourself, oh, man, I know traffic is going to be horrible. Boom, you set a boundary. You might say, you know what? This is going to be a smooth ride. I can't wait. And I'm not going to have any problems. Let me turn my music on and just vibe. And before you know it, you're at your destination without a care in the world. You already predicted that great things was going to happen for you. But you have to believe every single day that this is your, your purpose, your journey. You created these affirmations to help you be the person that you desire to be. Affirmation is the action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. So in other words, you are stating what is and what will be. Some people say that an affirmation is lying to yourself, but is it though? I mean, we attend school, like I said earlier, and we graduate to earn that certification, degree, or diploma. Way before we were in a position to receive it, we said the words. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get this degree. I'm going to get a certificate. When someone asks you why you're going to school, hey, what you going to school for? Oh, I'm going to school to get a degree. You never said that you weren't going to get it. Now, you may have doubted yourself. Mm, I get that. But that goes back to the affirmations. Every day, you're one step closer to achieving your goal. So 
Don't focus on how difficult it is. Focus on that you're one step closer to achieving your goal. The one thing that we we forget too while we're trying to be more positive with ourselves is compassion, empathy. Protecting ourselves mentally also involves practicing self-compassion. We are often our harshest critics. What happens when we approach ourselves with the same kindness and understandings that we offer others? Could you imagine if you treated yourself like you treat strangers? You're so kind and loving and caring. You offer help. You say, hey, let me help you get this. I mean, you literally go out of your way to be decent to these people. But what if you did it for yourself every single day? Every single day you said, you know what? Let me help you. Let me help you achieve what it is that you need to achieve. And let me tell you about you. You're wonderful. You're magnificent. You're great. You can achieve anything that you put your mind to. I look forward to your next endeavor because I know it's going to be amazing. And that idea that you had, you should try it because only you could do it. And you got the ability. You may not have the tools that you need physically, but you have them mentally. And that's just half the battle. The other thing that we need to be aware of is presence. We have to be present with ourselves. Mindfulness is the anchor that keeps us rooted in the present moment. By cultivating mindfulness, we create a sanctuary within, free from the burdens of the past or anxieties about the future. So what I mean by this is that when you ground yourself in the present, you say, I am here today. I am here right now. I'm in this moment. You're not worried about what happened yesterday. You're not worried what could happen negatively. Instead, you're living in the moment. But I do want you to try something else. I want you to try, if you're going to focus on the future, then I want you to create a utopia. I want you to create a future that says, my life is amazing. My life is great. I can see me with that promotion. I can see me in that marriage. I can see me in that positive, loving relationship with a partner who does everything that I ask of them. And I am so willing to do everything for them as well because they give me a level of joy that I've never had before. I see it happening around the corner. Manifest. Believe. Change behavior. Start reprogramming your brain for positive messages. There's no such thing as the wrong side of the bed. Man, today I woke up in a bed, <laughs> a good bed, the right bed. And what you'll learn is that everything that you say will create a new version of you. And when you look in that mirror and you do that affirmation and you say to yourself, you are great, you're wonderful, you're a go-getter, you're going to get promoted, you're going to start your own business, everybody that you talk to will be in agreement with the changes that you're going to make. Everyone who criticizes you has no reference. They cannot validate who you are. So it's no need to worry about what they say. And plus, you got to take the good from the bad. Because a lot of times when people project their fears on you, we take their fears and make them our own. We can't do that anymore. I understand what you said. Thank you for your advice. 
but here's what's going to happen in my life. Because it's your story. You get to tell your story. You don't have to worry about everyone else's belief of your story because you're not writing this story for them. You're not saying these affirmations for them. These affirmations are for you. Every step that you take is a change for the better. When you wake up tomorrow, I want you to wake up full of spirit. I want you to wake up full of power. I want you to believe that you can do anything because every morning that's what you're going to tell yourself. And don't forget to do it at night too. At night you have to affirm this is who I'm going to be. This is who I am. Because I want you to start protecting you. I want you to take care of you because you are so beautiful. You're so delicate. You are the thing that needs to be protected by you. Because that PhD you got in misery, we need you to get that PhD in positivity. We need you to get that PhD in, in love, balance, commitment. You know, and you have the ability. It's up to you. The one thing that can stop you in all of this is absolutely nothing. See how I did that? <laughs> absolutely nothing. It's up to you to keep going. And you keep going because you desire to keep going. And if you're waking up saying, well, Rory, I don't have any goals. I don't know what I want to do. I don't even know what I want to be. Then look for the person or people that you, you amplify, that you say, you know what? I wish I could be more like that person. And you create this character that you desire to be. And you start affirming, I'm going to be this person. I'm going to be more loving. I'm going to be more caring. Not that person, but your own version for you. You know, I'm going to make millions. I'm going to make thousands. I'm going to make something. But every day, talk about the positive things that are going to happen in your life. Manifest possibilities. Because, see, you are delicate. And I don't mean that you're easily broken. I mean that because you've been training yourself so long to look for the negative things, it's going to be something that you're not used to. So now I want you to train yourself to look for the positive things. And that's what this is all about. When I say protecting you from you, I've been there. Every day I have to remind myself who I am. Every day I have to look and see who do I want to be. And I use that. That's my motivation. The version of me that I want to be is my goal. So every day I have to remind myself to be that person. And what you're listening to is a version of that person. Because every day I get closer and closer to achieving it. So I always add a little bit more. Because I've manifested so many positive things in my life. And I'm happy. Now, of course, I want more. So I have to do more. I have to be more. I will not set a negative message in my head again. And when I do, because <laughs> I'm human, <laughs> when I do, I got to remind myself who I am. As we conclude this solo journey into the realms of mental self-protection, remember that you are the guardian of your thoughts by embracing awareness, setting boundaries, practicing self-compassion, and cultivating mindfulness, we become the architects of our mental well-being. 
Thank you, beautiful souls, for joining me today on another enlightening episode of Soulful Sessions with Rory. If this episode resonated with you, share with someone who might benefit. As we navigate the depths of introspection and explore boundless possibilities of the human spirit, remember that your journey is uniquely yours, and every twist and turn is a sacred part of your story. Embrace the whispers of your soul and may the echoes of our conversations linger in your heart, sparking a flame of self-discovery. Until we meet again in the realm of shared wisdom, stay true to your essence, stay connected to the rhythm of your soul, and always remember that you are a masterpiece in the making, wishing you love, light, and infinite possibilities on your soulful journey. Until next time, this is Rory signing off with gratitude and reverence for the magic that resides within each of you. Yeah.